This is Weon, and you're listening to Gravitas Podcast, making sense of the news. And the problem is, Europe is not sinking alone. It is adamant on taking the whole world with it. Developing countries are hoping, were hoping rather, for some stability in 2022. They had two years of lockdown. So this year was supposed to be the year of recovery. Well, not anymore. The Ukraine war has emerged as a double whammy. We saw Sri Lanka fall over the edge. The question is, who is next? A lot of reports are talking about Bangladesh. And there's a reason for that. Bangladesh's foreign exchange reserves were at $45 billion last year. Now they have fallen to $39 billion. So the government is reaching out to foreign lenders, three of them to be precise. Bangladesh wants $4.5 billion from the IMF, the International Monetary Fund, $1 billion from the World Bank, and another $1 billion from the ADB, the Asian Development Bank. Reports say it is a preemptive move, which means it is... It is only precautionary. Bangladesh has enough dollars to cover its imports for at least four months. Having said that, questions will be asked. In 2021, this country was celebrating an economic high. Its per capita income had overtaken India's. How did things go bad in less than one year? Because of two reasons. Number one, the rising energy costs. Now let me show you where Bangladesh's energy comes from. 57% is natural gas, 17% is biomass, 13% is coal and 12% is oil. So natural gas is the main source of energy for them. The problem is gas shipments are hard to find. Europe is scooping up natural gas by paying more money. So countries like Bangladesh are left with two options, either cut down usage or buy gas at higher rates from the spot markets. How high? Almost 10 times more than the summer average. The result is this, a widening trade deficit. In the last financial year, Bangladesh's deficit rose to $33 billion. What does that mean? It means Bangladesh is importing way more than it is exporting. The difference is almost to the tune of $33 billion. And when that happens, when you import more than you export, your foreign exchange reserves also plummet. So that's one reason. The second reason is falling exports. Chief among them, garments. All your major global brands make their clothes in Bangladesh. It makes up nearly 84% of all exports. That's almost $34 billion. But recently, those exports have slowed down. Why? Because energy is too expensive. You see, Bangladesh's garment factories have very little margins. They work on cutthroat budgets. If the energy costs are too high, their output comes down. Add to that power cuts. Garment factories are forced to use generators for at least three hours a day. Again, that's higher costs. Plus, the global demand for garments has stalled. You see, most countries are faced with rising inflation. People are struggling to afford food and fuel. So branded clothes are not exactly in high demand. And these two reasons explain why Bangladesh is running out of dollars. The good news is the government is reacting in time. The bad news is they're not admitting the problem. Yes, Bangladesh is better off than Sri Lanka, but surely Sri Lanka cannot be the benchmark. We have seen it repeatedly during such economic crises. The key is to have the people on the same page. Only then can government survive forex shortages. And for Bangladesh, this could in fact be an opportunity. I know it sounds illogical, but IMF bailouts have served as timely reminders before. Take the example of India. In 1990, the Reserve Bank of India ran out of dollars. 
India secured an IMF bailout to survive the crisis. 30 years later, look where India is, one of the biggest economies in the world. Bangladesh has the ability to do something similar. In fact, they're better placed than India was in 1990. The key is to implement wide-ranging reforms, to modernize their industries, to take the garment boom to the next level. If not, Bangladesh could become another case of what could have been.